Hello and welcome to the Leap Year, February 29th episode of This Week in Kirkland, the official podcast of the city of Kirkland, bringing you timely topics and noteworthy news delivered to you every week. I'm your host, Jim Lopez, one of two deputy city managers here at the city, joined today by two members of our podcast team, Kate Ryan and David Wolbrecht, as well as two special guests, Christian Switzer and Christian Knight. Welcome. Thanks for having us. We have the Christian Christian. Yes. Happy to be here. Yeah, we're happy to have you. So uh, we're looking forward to hearing about the Lake Street Pedestrian Scramble Project that will make our amazing downtown even more amazing. But before we do, here are the topics we're covering this week. Yeah, a few announcements, including Fire Station 21 is getting remodeled, upcoming stewardship opportunities, and a recap of our first CPR class at Fire Station 22. Also some tips and helpful information on providing feedback on the siting of the Northeast Recycling and Transfer Station, being earthquake ready, yes, and how to drive safely through roundabouts and traffic circles. Yes, I'll be listening closely to that. <laughs> Plus, what's upcoming at Council next week. But first, my friends, our big story of the week. Get ready. Park Spring Registration opens March 19th. It's kind of like a rite of passage. Yeah. You heard it here first. Mark your calendar to be ready to register for camps and non-swim programs March 19th at 7 a.m. Yep. And then the very next day, March 20th at 7 a.m., registration opens for swimming, pool rentals, and aquatic programs. Wow. Yeah. Kirkland residents get these priority times. Registration for non-Kirkland neighbors Opens March 21st. Yeah, and if you, you want to be prepared for this, because mm-hmm. I, I hear it feels up <laughs> fast, um, so you can go to kirklandparks.net and update your account today, mm-hmm. or at least before March 19th <laughs> at 7 a.m. So have you seen those fences at Fire Station 21? That's right. It's getting an overhaul. Mm-hmm. The Forbes Creek Fire Station, Station 21 by Juanita Bay Park, is getting modernized and remodeled yes. to meet the needs of the fire department and our community. That's neat. Uh, The renovations help improve firefighters' efficiency, workplace health and safety, while incorporating earthquake resiliency, extending building life, and improving energy efficiency. It's quite a list they're tackling. Yeah, way to go. This is funded by the 2020 Fire Prop 1 ballot measure. Mm -hmm. So thank Thank you, you voters. voters. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. So the next meeting of the Kirkland City Council is on Tuesday, March 5th. Here's what's on the agenda. On the business agenda, council will consider authorizing the issuance of a bond that's basically taken out a loan mm-hmm. uh, for fire station renovations and transportation benefit district safety projects for students, families, and workers. Yeah, and council will consider amending the Kirkland Municipal Code relating to purchasing. Council will also receive an update on the 2024 legislative agenda, which is always interesting. Mm-hmm. And they'll also receive an update on the progress of the Urban Forest six-year work plan. And prior to the business agenda, here's what's on the study session. An update on the Cascade Water Alliance water supply negotiations. And a first briefing on the guiding principles and housing element policy as part of the 2044 comprehensive plan update. Mm -hmm. So please tune in for that. Absolutely. And a reminder, council meetings are streamed live on the city's YouTube channel, Facebook page, and on the city's website. So the first CPR class at Fire Station 22 was... No surprise, Mm -hmm. a big success. So thank you to the 25 Kirkland community members who came and filled every seat at our very first CPR class at the newly renovated Fire Station 22. Wow, that's really awesome. Yeah, great way to kick off that community room. Uh, This ongoing class is a partnership between Medic One Foundation and the Kirkland Fire Department. Mm -hmm. And we've heard a great demand for these classes. I mean, we're getting asked all over the place. So Mm -hmm. uh, we're actually hoping to move up 
uh, our our next one. We were going to have it in April, but we're looking to actually do it in March. Oh, so nice. Uh, we're we're still working out the details, but we will of course keep you posted on a future podcast. I love it great. that there's so much demand. For right. Absolutely, yeah. So so great. Well, here's something that happened 23 years ago. That would be the Nisqually earthquake. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I was... Uh, Tell I was us a, about that. Yeah, I was a senior in high school. I was at Redmond mm-hmm. High School. Uh, and uh, so this happened on February 28th, yes. 2001. Uh, and I was in the physics classroom uh, <laughs> eating my lunch because I was super cool in and high school. such a great, okay. great student. Yeah, well, <laughs> sure. Um and uh, we saw our three science teachers sprint out of the building. And wow. we had been told prior that although we were given the safety instructions to get under the table, like one of our science teachers was like, and this building was built on a swamp. So oh. I'm going to be leaving the building <laughs> yeah. in an earthquake. And yeah. they did. Um, and so we followed. And I got to tell you, being in an earthquake with three science teachers is kind of the best way to experience it. it was, oh, they're giving oh. you yeah, like, they're like, there's the S waves and like all this stuff where it's like, wow, cool, applied learning. So <laughs> there you go. Anyway, for those that don't know, 23 years ago, we had a 6.8 magnitude earthquake that rocked the region and caused significant structural damage to many buildings. Hmm. And that, we, we kib it, but this is very, very serious. Yeah, stuff. it, it yeah. cracked the dome of the state capital, yeah. Olympia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. big deal. Well, did you know that we have more faults in our region than just Cascadia and Seattle Fault? I, I did not mm-hmm. realize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we have a fault line map that you can check out in the show notes, as well as helpful tips on being earthquake prepared. So please, please, please check that out. Mm-hmm. Got to be prepared. So are you or someone you know interested in becoming a Kirkland police officer? Well, come be a part of something bigger than yourself and join a high-performing and close-knit department serving your community, our Kirkland Police Department, the best department. Right. Indeed. Uh, So what's that first step? Well, the organization Public Safety Testing, uh, that's what we use to administer testing for KPD. It's holding upcoming events in, or or upcoming exams, I should say, in Auburn this March. Mm -hmm. And I just want to point out, they don't necessarily have testing super locally all the time. So it's a great opportunity to to get in. For example, the other two tests in March are in... Yakima and Ellensburg. Yeah, so. yeah. So okay. it's right around the corner. Yeah, Auburn's just like right, right there. Around the corner. So, yeah. so make that first step and get tested and come join an awesome team. Awesome. Hey, is it a roundabout or a traffic circle? Huh. Ooh. Keep listening to be in the loop. Oh, okay. I saw what you did there, Jim. <laughs> so high level, a roundabout is designed to keep travelers keep moving. Keep it moving. Keep while it moving. a traffic circle is designed to slow traffic down. Kate, oh, tell us about that. Roundabouts. Well, <laughs> well roundabouts, uh, they inc- increase traffic capacity, and they make intersections safer and more efficient for drivers, pedestrians, cyclists, and there tends to not be uh, traffic signals or stop signs. I see. Okay. So keep the traffic moving, as yes. you mentioned. Gotcha. Now, neighborhood traffic circles, Kate, mm-hmm. are much smaller than roundabouts. Okay, that makes sense. And are used as traffic calming devices. They may have stop signs or yield signs. Yeah, and we got a bunch oh, okay. of those we around. Got a bunch of those. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in our neighborhoods. So, yeah, helpful tips, everybody. Helpful tips. Yeah. So, we are in the next phase of King County's evaluation to site a northeast recycling and transfer station. Mm-hmm. Now, King County plans to replace the outdated Houghton transfer station with a modern facility in the northeast King County area by 2029. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of steps and phases to this process, and right now they are collecting comments on the environmental impact statement. Mm-hmm. And you can read this statement on their website or 
in print. We have a big print printed. I think it's oh, like a yeah. big old big old thing. You know, yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, here at City Hall and also at the Kirkland Library. Oh, good, good, good. That's good to know. Nice. Plus, there's three upcoming meetings you can you can attend. All that. Where else? <laughs> yes. In our show, show notes. notes. <laughs> yes. So, do you love caring for nature in our parks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. We've got some opportunities for you. Oh, pray tell, Jim. Well, we had Jeremy <laughs> Jones on last week to talk about becoming a green. That's right. Steward. Yeah. 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 It was a lot yeah. of fun. Absolutely. So it's not too late to attend those upcoming orientation and information sessions. Mm-hmm. That's right. And in addition to our Green Kirkland partnership, our Parks Department is hosting a series of beautification events, and they've got four scheduled in March. Wow, yes. super yeah. cool. I missed that. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our five and five. Five questions, five minutes. You know the drill. Kind of approximately five. <laughs> I mean, like, is it? Is it? With yeah. our two two special guests. Ooh, two. Christian Switzer and Christian Knight. Welcome. Thank Christian you. and Christian. Thanks. Does Chris- that mean we have two and a half minutes each? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that means you have 10 minutes total. Right. I think it, it doubles the other way, I think. <laughs> if we're going by past practice, Christian, yeah. that would be the answer. Yes, so you're here to talk about the Lake Street Pedestrian Scramble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're really interested to hear about that. But please first... Tell us both what you do for the city. Uh, my name is Christian Switzer, and I am a special projects coordinator for economic development and tourism. Mm-hmm. What that really means is I do a whole bunch of different things. <laughs> um, and I am working in partnership with Christian Knight on this Lake Street Pedestrian Scramble and doing a little bit more of the front-facing marketing to the community. Awesome. Right on. Yeah, my name is Christian Knight, and officially I'm the community engagement coordinator for the Capital Improvement Program. And what that means is I really do two things. I help prepare community members for projects, but then I also help prepare projects for the community oh, members. That's Ooh, great. Yeah, I that like that. makes a lot of sense. Nice. Now, you, our, our listeners may recognize Christian Switzer, who is now in the rarefied air mm-hmm. of being on the show twice. Twice. Waiting for that third one and getting that jacket. <laughs> it might Do we be, have jackets? It might be a monk. It might be a monk. But <laughs> or we, a, a... Something. Like a pin. pin yeah. So, Christian, we talked a little bit about... We got to know you a little bit about it on your first episode. So, I thought maybe we would focus a little bit on Christian Knight in this episode. So, Christian... Yay. <laughs> Christian Knight, how did you come to Kirkland? Well, I was here because I was an editor at a magazine that was devoured by the Great Recession, which compelled me to go to graduate school and get an MPA. And my capstone, actually, project was um, understanding how to get folks involved in the budgeting process. Really? At the city of Kirkland. And so it was a Kirkland specific capstone? Kirkland specific capstone. That led to an internship, which led to, well, now 13 years here. Wow, that's really great. Get, getting engaged in the budget process. You didn't pick an easy time. <laughs> nope. No. Also not a super exciting nope. one, although we tried. Uh, yeah. But. I started with a super exciting one, but that one was much more practical. And So, Christian, yeah. do you have a favorite thing about Kirkland? A fa- oh, I got a lot of favorite things. Could you be any. The, doesn't have to be the. the first, my first favorite thing about Kirkland, honestly, was the bike lanes. Oh. I wasn't even a bike commuter when I got here. I came from a small town where I had whitewater literally three or four blocks away from where I lived. Wow. And when I came here, I was like, I got to integrate some kind of adventure into my daily life or I'm going to go, I'm going to go mad. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is, mm-hmm. I'm a country boy. <laughs> so, Needing adventure. Yeah. yeah. So I, I bought a bike off Craigslist for a hundred dollars and started bike wow. commuting. That was 2007. Wow. Yeah. It's still my primary mode of 
transportation in Kirkland. Well, this is for yeah. real because as I was walking in, it's not like the most pleasant. We're we're uh, recording on Thursday morning. It's not in like February. In February, it's not like the most pleasant morning out there. But there's Christian riding by on his bike. Yeah. Did that not happen this very morning? It's like yeah. drizzly and yeah. chilly. And so you are both here to talk about the Lake Street Pedestrian Scramble. Christian, what Christian Switzer? What is that? What is that? Is a great question. <laughs> so when I started um, on this project, I was like, "Why did the city name this scramble? It's such a like messy, confusing concept." It turns out that is a defined term for the type of pedestrian uh, crosswalk that we're putting in. Yes. So okay. that is what they are called. They are called a scramble. Hmm. Um, so leaning into that a little bit, we've launched a marketing campaign um, that sort of focuses on eggs and chickens and has like a funny little uh, memorable um, inclination for the for the public to kind of engage with our downtown business. Okay, so we're, we're embracing the term scramble, but what actually is a scramble? I'm going to let Christian Knight answer that. Uh, pedestrian scramble, there, there are several of them around the world. Uh, basically what they do is they turn an intersection into a pedestrian plaza uh, on which folks can cross in any direction they want while traffic is stopped. All okay. traffic is stopped at all four okay, legs so of the intersection. Okay, so there's four, this is interesting, there's four intersecting roads, right? And you think of a big square that becomes a plaza and, and that becomes the intersection. Yep. And everybody walks across. I just think of like Pike Place Market, oh, right? Like great. right out front, Pike Place Market yep. has one of these, right? That's a great example. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So the origin of this is actually safety. That's what started this project. And it actually started from a community member who had, had a front and center seat uh, to the intersection. And he actually asked city council to do something there. Hmm. And so city council kind of looked at that request and asked staff to study the intersection. And sure enough, staff found that this was an intersection that needed some safety improvements. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's where it started. Uh, where it's going to end is it's going to look a lot like, but not identical to, uh, Park Lane. Park Lane. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that's interesting. That's good. So we have a clear kind of uh, brick and mortar example of what the end result might look like. Yep. Tell us, Christian Knight, where is all this happening? Because there's a lot going on. Like, there's going to be street closures, right? There's going to be construction. Puget Town Energy is doing work. Tell us, and, we, and I will, in our magical show notes, put the, the information and all the maps and stuff. But please tell us briefly where all this is happening. I got to see these magical show notes at some point. They sound, <laughs> they sound mythical. So the intersection is the Lake Street and Kirkland Avenue intersection. Yeah. Mm. And uh, the entire intersection... It will be under construction for eight weeks, starting right around April 1st okay. and ending right around May 31st to mm -hmm. June 1st, mm -hmm. eight weeks. The entire intersection will be shut down Okay, 24-7. But not to foot traffic. But not to foot traffic. Great, okay. great point. And or, so, yeah, go ahead. So that's just, right, just make sure that I'm oriented. That's like right down out of the like south entrance exit of Marina Park. Is that right? Kind of if you yep. come up from there, that's Kirkland Ave. That's Kirkland Avenue. Okay. That's right. And so there's By kind of the slip and yeah, but, oh, okay, great. Okay. Yeah, this Perfect. is the area okay. where it's happening. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's for eight weeks. But there's going to be other construction going around related to the project, right? There's going to be intensive construction going on yeah. for the remainder of the project. Yeah. yeah. So where's all that happening? So the other major construction impact will be at each leg of the intersection. Oh, okay. Each of those legs 
will be closed down one at a time. Mm. The other three will be, be open, but mm-hmm. each of those legs will be closed down one at a time while construction crews rebuild that leg. That leg. Okay. Yeah. And ultimately what's going to happen is the street surface will be brought up to the same elevation Whoa. as the sidewalk. Oh, wow. Surface. Okay. Yeah. Similar to what you see at Park Lane. Oh, right. What's the reason for that? So the major reasons for that are visibility for people who are driving. That It makes the pedestrians a lot more visible. Mm. And it also helps to calm traffic. traffic right. oh, yeah. Okay, got it. And it's, I, I think you know these things really do create a wonderful sense of place. Absolutely. Right? And our downtown is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a, one of the signature parts of our city. So in that space, Christian, what are some of the things we have planned? Because obviously a big part of this is going to be uh, disruption to our local businesses and we love them and we want to help them. And we want, I think a big part of the message of the show is even though you may see some construction and you may see some, you know, disruption, please keep going to those businesses, right? Keep patronizing our downtown businesses throughout this and uh, try to make it as uh, smooth a transition as possible. So what do we have planned for that? So we have a bunch of different things going on. Um, I want to start with, I dug through some of the history of that intersection and it has changed so much yeah. over the last hundred mm. years. Huh. Um, we'll post some of these photos in the next couple of weeks here of, of um, what that history looked like. But this has been an intersection that's changed many, many times. Yes, yes. Kirkland's changing all the time. Um, so that's something we want to remember as we like focus on uh, supporting those businesses down there. Foot traffic is open. There's not a ton of uh, parking spots that are right in that intersection. So you're not really being disrupted on where you're parking downtown. Um, with that said, you are going to have to walk to those businesses and check them out mm-hmm. um, to help support that and to yes. help support a little bit of the loss of those uh, parking spots for the limited time. Uh, we are going to be teaming up with our bike valet stewards. Oh, boom. Tell us um, about that. Yeah, wow. so this is a new concept, a new pilot program. Um, we are teaming up with a group who uh, came to the city uh, asking for support on providing bike valet for events, for concepts like this. And this was a perfect fit coming right up um, on our calendar that seemed like it might really work. Yeah. So you can ride your bike downtown. You can uh, put it with the bike valet and they watch it and keep an eye on it and uh, all of those things, you can go to your shopping, you can come back, get your bike, and ride home. How now, how, op- how often is the valley going to be there? So it's going to be on the weekends. Uh, so Saturday and Sunday is the goal right now. We'll post all this in the show notes. Good. Um, but that's the that's the concept, and we're really excited about having this like micro-mobility uh, version in downtown Kirkland. And we're so grateful, our friends at Livable Kirkland. and I mean, they're just... The community's coming together. We're really trying to show our energy and our support and our love for our downtown businesses. So please remember, uh, use the bike valley. I think we're going to see Christian doing it, right? I mean, Christian's... Well, at least one of us. <laughs> um, you're also going to see a whole lot of eggs downtown. Yeah, that's right. Tell us about so that. So you're going to see, I mean, some of them are scrambled eggs, which make more sense for this project, but some of them are also over easy. And that's because this project is going to go over, over easy. Boom. Ooh, well played. Exactly. Well, thank you both. But before we end this segment, I do want to emphasize Christian Knight. Where can people actually park? Christian Switzer had mentioned that. So where, where are the strategies to park downtown during the scramble? Yeah, so the main uh, parking areas, the Lake and Central parking area is still open. The marina parking area is open. Mm-hmm. And actually, the city did something kind of ingenious, I think. Um, it found nine additional parking spots on uh, Lake Street. Oh, good. By converting the northbound to eastbound Lake Street uh, right turn lane 
into oh, nine parking, parking spots. Parking spots. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Okay. We're also working with St. John's Episcopal Church. Yep. Which is offered to give us like five or six parking spots oh, specifically for them. construction yeah. workers. Oh, that was that's nice of them. Super helpful. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, because they're just right there. They're just up on sixth or whatever. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. They're okay. they're pretty close. They're close enough for yeah. you know getting to work and back. Regardless of the additions and the parking spots that we found, there is going to be a net loss of parking. Right. Mm. And that's twenty three stalls. Mm-hmm. For how long? For the uh, closure of the project. So okay. for eight, eight weeks, weeks at least. Okay. Yeah. okay. And of course, this is going to be really, really difficult for commuters. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So Lake Washington Boulevard coming into downtown and yeah, and coming out of downtown is, of course, a major uh, commuter commute. route. Yeah. So um, detour maps, all that will be on the show notes. Check it out. So we really want to try to like find alternative routes. Absolutely. Do what we can. We're all in this together. Yeah. Please be patient with each other. You yeah. know, hang in there. Hang in there. All right. Well, thank you for that. Good information. And we'll follow up with all of that for sure in the show notes. So, Christian and Christian, will you stick around for our pop quiz? Of course. It of is course. A, thank you both. It's a multiple choice trivia. One of these answers is served on a plate of truth, <laughs> while the others are just stuck to the pan. Sounds like I prepped them up, Jim. <laughs> yes, you and me both. Yeah. Which means we made them up. We just made them up. Got so, it. Okay, so option A, a Michelin-starred sushi chef won't teach pupils... To make sushi until they have spent years mastering Japanese-style omelets. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's option A. That's like, mm-hmm. okay. Option B, according to a 2019 YouGov survey, about a third of Americans say scrambled eggs, Christian Switzer, are their more, <laughs> most preferred way to consume eggs for breakfast. Hmm. That's okay. option B. Mm-hmm. Option C is my puzzle book said unscramble the letters to find the clue. Yes. But my partner told me to stop cutting up the mail. Oh, <laughs> David. This, this one's true. I mean, I think this was <laughs> pretty sure an activity I did this weekend. Yes. But. So do we have to agree on this? Is, are oh, we no, 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 fun. no, okay. no, we can all have our own. Okay. Hmm. Any thoughts? I, I, I know high level sushi chefs are incredible. So I'm curious about A. About the I, omelet. Yeah, about the omelet. As a, I'm sorry, the, as a yeah, currently a pregnant person, omelet. I'm only allowed to eat hard scrambled eggs. It, it's not my favorite. So I don't think, you don't think, I it's don't pee. think pee is right. <laughs> you don't think it's pee. Well, how many different ways are there to have eggs? There's fried oh, eggs. There's more than scrambled. Oh, there's hard, hard, hard boiled egg. eggs. Yeah, there's over easy, over hard. There's sunny an omelet. Side up. Sunny side up. An omelet. Yeah. Wow. French so, toast. So 36% is actually like the majority. It's a. Given all the. Yeah. Well, or there's a good chance it's a majority. Yeah. Wow. Well, <clears throat> hmm. All right, we're going to need an answer. I'm going to go with B. I'm going to go with A. I'm going to go with B. And the answer, my friends, is B. Ah, heck yeah. <laughs> 36% of Americans prefer scrambled eggs at breakfast. 93% of them, yes, please, want them with a side of bacon. <laughs> well, I am seeing this, Jim. Did you know yes. that Hiro Ono, owner of a three-star Michelin oh, yes. Tell uh, us about sushi this. restaurant in Tokyo, has served luminaries such as Barack Obama and Shinzo Abe. And he makes his apprentice chefs learn to prepare every other dish in his repertoire before tackling tamagoyaki tam- omelets. Ah, so it's the omelets that they have to aspire to. Yes. Do you think the omelet is really that much better? Like, 
yes. than what I can make. Have you make. seen it? I've, have you seen the <laughs> well, video We'll have to check it, it out. Well, it looks better. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Christian and Christian, for being on the podcast. All right. And don't for forget to set your alarm for Parks Recreation Registration. And that does it, my friends, for this week. You've been listening to This Week in Kirkland. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. share. Special thanks to Anthony Girardi, Chris Peterson, and Sue Romero for their behind-the-scenes magic. Thank, thank, you, thank you. you. Our next episode is March 7th. Until then, stay, stay connected, connected, Kirkland. Kirkland.